This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. Well, today I want to share some truths to you from God's Word from Mark chapter 2, 23 to 28. Let me read that for you today as I get started to share something that I really do believe is important in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of issues with racism, and in the midst of us dealing with COVID-19 and thoughts about paying our bills and thoughts about our health and our health insurance. I think this scripture will offer some relief. It says here in Mark chapter 2, verse 23 through 28, it said, Now it happened that he went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. And as they went, his disciples began to pluck the hints of grain And the Pharisees said to him, look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? But he said to them, have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry? He and those with him, how he went into the house of God in the days of the high priest and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat except for the priest. And also gave some to those who were with him. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. And therefore the son of man is also the Lord of the Sabbath. You see in this text, it was the day that they called the Sabbath. And what is the Sabbath? That word in the Greek simply means rest. That's all it was, a day to rest. And, and you had two thoughts of, of, of what this day really meant when it says rest, when it was a day of rest. The Pharisees felt like on the day of rest, you do no work. Even when it comes to keeping yourself alive, feeding yourself, you don't go out there and and expend any energy to take care of you. And then you had the other frame of thought from Christ, who was the Lord of the Sabbath. And of course, this was a, a new thought to the Pharisees who came up under the Moses law, the law of Moses, the laws that God gave. Moses for the children of Israel in the Old Testament times. They, they, were, they were connected to what I call the Old Covenant, which did not include Christ as being its Lord. But the new day had come. Oh, yes. Change, change. Oh, yes. Older generations sometimes aren't ready for the change that Christ will bring in to take us into, I call it the next chapter. Sometimes God wants to let go of the old covenant and bring in a new covenant. And in this this particular text, Jesus is opening up their mind to a new new revelation of what the Sabbath really meant. 
You see, sometimes it takes God many years to bring about the full revelation of why he did certain things at certain times in history. And so you see this, this time in Mark where Jesus is in collision with the old covenant and he's bringing in a new covenant, which we enjoy in that. I really do believe it's something we need to experience today. And that's the revelation of why God created the Sabbath, a day of rest. What is the, the Sabbath to us today? It's a day of rest and worship. Sunday for most Christians, Saturday for the Jews and other Christians, and Friday for Muslims. It's a day of rest, a rest day. And I'm emphasizing rest because their hearts during these times where many of us are facing what I call 2020 changes. Oh, yes. Uh, the year 2020 is bringing in many changes in our government, in our jobs, in our homes, with our health. We're faced with a new disease that we have to battle. Oh, yes, a lot of change. And what we have to do is to learn how to rest. In this text, Jesus said the Sabbath was made for man. God did not make us to work seven days without taking a day of rest, whether it's Sunday, whether it's Friday, whether it's Tuesday, whether it's Wednesday, be sure you give yourself a day of rest, a time where you get what you need. There are times where I have to find a day and find a moment to find things that brings refreshment to myself. Regeneration, where I get refreshed and refilled. Our bodies were created to need a day of rest. And you see in this text that refreshment includes getting proper nourishment. Making sure that you're taking care of your physical body. Their hearts God is concerned about us. Where he wants us to be physically fit. And mentally sharp. I'll say that again. He wants us to be physically fit. And mentally sharp. So that we can face. The attacks of the adversary. On our life. Satan is about. Roaming the earth. Looking for tired people. Are you one of those people? Were you at a point. Of burnout. Some of us are tired. Due to our worry about our situations about our jobs, about our relationships, about our children, about our parents. Many of you are like myself where you are a caregiver. Not only do you think about yourself all day long, you think about your parents who are at the end of their life needing love and support. They're dealing and battling with sicknesses that you have to help them battle with. You need a time for rest. Do something for you. Do something special. God wants you to take care of you. Get some, as I say, me time. Get something that will cause you to relax 
and to release the stress and the pressures of life. Let me give you some more scripture to support the theme in the Old Testament times where God encouraged his people to find time to rest. Exodus chapter 23 verse 12. It says here, six days do your work, but on the seventh day do no work so that your ox and your donkey may rest so that the slave born in your household and the foreigner living among you may be refreshed. Yes, rest is about refreshment. Exodus 34 and 21 says six days you shall labor, but on the seventh day you shall rest even during the plowing season and harvest you must rest. In other words, during seasons where you have to get things done, don't take it into the seventh day, but give yourself time to rest on that seventh day and then pick it up on the next day. Very important. God physiologically and mentally made us to need a day of rest on the seventh day. Let me share this with you in Psalms 127 and 2 for us workaholics, for us who feel like I got to do it. I got to get that part-time job on the seventh day. I have to work not only my 8 to 10 to 12-hour job, but I'm going to get another job to work another couple of hours that day. Beloveds, that is very dangerous. Listen to this, Psalms 127 and 2. It says, it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Dear hearts, this scripture is saying, God knew and he knows that we have a breaking point. He made us physically, mentally, physiologically, He knows that we need time for refreshment. And so what God does, one of his gifts to you, to mankind, is rest. God will bless your life so that you do not have to work 24 hours a day. I challenge you to tell God what he promised. God, you promised to give me rest. That means you got to help me make ends meet with my eight-hour job, with my 10-hour job. There's some states in this country where it is against the law for an employer. It's not in every state, but in some states it is. You cannot work an employee more than 14 hours a day. Why? You get to the point where you begin to break down mentally. Your organs in your body will get tired and worn. Your back will start hurting. Your legs will start hurting. Your feet will start hurting. Dear hearts, your eyesight will start to go bad. There there are many symptoms of being overworked. Well, what do I do? We've got to trust God. That's one reason God gave us a breaking point. So that we can understand That is not about us alone. It's about us and God. And I love this thought. God didn't give you a breaking point 
for you to not be successful. He gave you a breaking point for you to learn and understand that it's about you and him. On the seventh day, we need to take that day and think about the goodness of God, the blessing of rest, the blessing of food. If we need to go to the store on the Sabbath and get some milk, go get some milk. Get what you need so you can give God what he wants. What God wants you to do is to allow him to support you in your battles of life. Take that day of rest. Do something. Forget it. Let it go. Trust God to take up where you leave off. He has to make ends meet. When you do your best, then God can do the rest. I challenge you today, beloved, don't let your challenges overwhelm you to a point where you break down your physical body trying to meet the needs that God wants to help you meet. Do what you can do and let God do the rest. God is ready and able and willing. Expect him to pick off where you leave off. He wants to give you the best of life that he can give. Well, beloved, I've got to go. God bless you. And I look forward to sharing with you on next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.